Hi folks, Chocolate Yoda here, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H, because film studios are litigious. On Monday, August 7, 2023, I was a guest on the Wisdom app and talked to Greg from Greg's Take about money. Let's check it out. I am I am saddened by the fact that I barely understood anything that you were talking about. <laughs> um, you know, let me see. <laughs> and you know, it, it's it's just um, a, a sad indicator of you know the reality of my life. Um, and you know, I, I uh, this is not what I want to focus on, but I I will say that. I had a, a, a tremendous amount of arrogance when I was a young man, as as young men do, um, and I, I'll, I'll have to forgive myself for it. But that arrogance has had long lasting effects, you know. And I was always under the impression ah, it's easy to be rich in America. Don't worry about. It. I'll, I'll I'll figure it out, <laughs> you know. And of course, I never did. But the the part of the conversation that I really love the most. Uh, and of course, I, I love it all, but this this part resonated with me uh, was when you uh, and Sharente were talking about uh, the the uh, the apparently controversial idea that money can't buy you happiness. Right? Uh -huh, I mean, I like that, that, that apparently. Yeah, I mean, it flies in the face of convention, Greg. I mean, what do you mean? It, we're we're all told that this is what we have to do all the time: is money, money, money. Right? Money makes the world go round. It's interesting to me that in order to believe that uh, money can make you happy, you literally have to ignore all of the examples when it doesn't, you know, like, yeah, you know, uh, let's ask Robin Williams or DJ Twitch or Chris Cornell or John Belushi or the heir to the Johnson and Johnson fortune who threw herself off a building from depression. Man. You know, let, let's ask all the wealthy people that have killed themselves if money can make you happy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it, folks, it, it, I'm not a smart man, <laughs> but I can see what's in front of me. I, I know you know this. I'm, I'm amplifying a bit of what you're saying. Think about this, dear listener. You get to whatever level they were at. You can literally buy anything, literally experience anything, yet you still feel empty inside. Right. Can you imagine how that feels? I know what it feels like broke. Right. Why do I need to know what it feels like rich? Because here's <laughs> what I'm saying to myself. I'm going to take a gamble that the money's going to fix the emptiness. And then when I get there, it's just another big kick in the butt. The, the bitter irony that money doesn't make you happy. Yeah. But some people have to find that out. Yeah, it, 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 I, find it, I find it shocking that this is still a belief that people hold because I understand before the age of information, especially before the age of social media, where our lives in general were kind of um, uh, small in reach. You know, like, I mean, you, you remember, you're, you're only five years younger than me, so you remember the days where a celebrity would die and we didn't find out for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Generally it was a right? while. Yeah. Yeah. A week to two. I mean, I think it was a week at the fastest, you know, uh, uh, before the internet and now pre Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Pre pre internet. You did not know when someone famous died 
for let's say at least a week, right? Now it's 30 seconds. Oh, I know, man. You know, the, the nurse assigned to the room, when they hear the machines flatline, they, they rush into the room, they see who died, and then they pull out their phone to make a post about it. That's what happens. Okay, yeah, so, go ahead. Check the Wikipedia listing. As soon as you hear someone died, it'll go from Joe is an American to Joe was an American <laughs> right. actor, playwright, right. whatever. It's crazy, man. Right, it's lightning fast. And so the <laughs> point of that is to say that uh, before the internet, we didn't have that many people to compare ourselves to. Yeah. You know, because I love the internet. I, I love all it does for me. I, it, the internet is now facilitating this conversation between you and I. You're a person that I might not have ever met if it wasn't for the in internet. So I'm very grateful for the invention of it, right? However, that, that double-edged sword is that now you have the entire world to compare yourself to. And people fall into the trap of actually comparing themselves to other people. Like I know a guy, a guy who I think is an amazing human being, one of the funniest people I've ever met. He goes online and he takes photos in front of very expensive cars that he does not own just to give the impression of wealth. Damn. You know, and, and I find that sad without being judgmental. I just think it's sad that anyone feels they need to do that, right? And all of this to say is that it's, it's what you said earlier. It's, it's, a, it's my favorite line from Six Degrees of Separation. Most of the people that you see online are living hand-to-mouth at a higher level just because they make more money. I mean, listen to the actors and the writers during the strike talk about the reality of their life. Many of these, the vast, vast, vast majority of these people who are famous are not really rich. Okay, rich and famous don't always go together. A lot of these people are scrambling to pay the bills just like everybody else is. They're doing what they love and that's wonderful, but they're stressed out about the finances. And that's literally the only thing that money can do. You said it. You can just alleviate a little bit of your stress about money and nothing else. Money cannot address anything beyond money issues. Yeah, wealthy people don't strike. Wealthy people don't try to get rich by demand. They f make it happen. Right. They're and the very often makers. they're born they're... into their wealth. You know, 75% of the people on the Forbes list b were born into their wealth. Yeah, and we can't hate on them for that. Now, they may do nefarious stuff, some of them, and maybe most of them. I don't know the numbers there, but I do know one thing about wealthy people that will never know their names. They teach their kids how to do this stuff. Can mm -hmm. you blame them? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a guy named, uh, nicknamed the, the godfather of, um, of Harlem. Um, this guy has been a behind-the-scenes player in virtually every famous performer that you've ever heard who was black uh, in your entire life, and nobody knows this guy's name. There, there was a documentary about him, and, and people go, whoa, who is this guy? Yeah, that's to your point. The, 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 the man in the shadows, the man behind the curtain is usually the wealthiest one. It's not the people out front, front doing the dog and pony show. Guess what? Guess who the brains of the Dump family was? It was never Donnie. 
Donnie Dump is a blithering, blistering, frothing idiot. Okay? His, How do you really feel about his, it? His brother Robert was the brains behind the family. He's the only reason that the family maintained their money after their father died. And Robert completely eschewed the limelight. He was never interviewed. He was, he was almost never photographed. Okay? But he was the true power and intelligence behind that family. And isn't it a coincidence, once he died a couple of years ago, there's been a downward trajectory for Donnie Dump. I don't know if that's a coincidence. I don't know if it's just, it's just you know, timing or whatever. But, you know, I think there might be something there. But, you know, all, all of what you're saying and all of what Charente is saying and all of what I'm trying to say is money will not do anything more than what money can do, which is alleviate money issues. That's it. If you're sad before you're rich, as we've seen in the past with celebrities that have murdered themselves, you will be sad after you're rich as well. Yep. Absolutely, man. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it, Greg. There you go. It's a, it's, it's a simple metaphor. If, if I am a miserable drunk, and I was for many years, more booze isn't going isn't gonna to solve anything. Right. But that's all we know, and that's all we do is we pour more down. And the top line of all anonymous programs says your problem wasn't the substance, right? So that means once you relieve the booze and once I gave up the drugs and alcohol in 1987, I was yeah. left with the asshole that caused all the problems. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Damn I'll it. say good night, my friend. Thanks, man. Uh -huh.